today I'm talking about God. And I'm talking about God of experience. One that you can experience and validate to yourself without a preacher or a pastor or somebody telling you what foods to eat, what not to eat, where to go, what to believe. I got a way that you can never be deceived again. And that is by you having a full blown experience of God yourself. When you have a full-blown experience of God, there will be no one who can tell you otherwise. And I'm here to tell you about my experience of God. I can only tell it to you in the way that it, it, it happened to me. In 2014, I had an experience that completely reversed the way I live life. At first, I was a businessman. I wanted money exclusively. I wanted, uh, I was hungry. I, want, I had ambitions. I had things to prove. I was shrewd, cut off from my emotions. Many times unimaginative, unwelcoming. This is how it was. Under that, I really just wanted to love people. Below that surface, I just wanted to love people. And I wanted them to love me, but I didn't know how that whole thing was set up. So, I'm on a search for God. At this point, I grabbed tarot cards. I grabbed... uh, I did a lot of different things. Or, but when I had that awakening experience in Kokomo, Indiana, in 2014, when everything stopped, judgments faded. words faded isness presence glory we're all there love moved from the inside of me to become all that was it overtook everything it overtook words it overtook my senses it overtook everything it overtook the entire reality it overtook it and I was it I was it I was this love And this love took over. And it was everywhere. So I became the tree.
I became the grass. I became the water. I became the wind. I felt myself as all of these, th these things because love was there. And love is all. So to give me the eyes of God, love ensued from the inside of me and moved from the inside of me. And overtook all of my vision and imaginings and functions. It just overtook it. And it did its will. But I was it. I was it. And it was love. And so I became all things. And I felt myself as all things. And then I saw my physical body in the place I left it. And I said, if that is my body, then who am I? And the voice of God said, I am. The voice of God said, I am. And that was the full-blown experience of God. I knew that's what I was. Love was this I am that I've claimed myself to be. It was here the whole time. It was down at the depth of me. And I had no idea. I was looking everywhere else. And that was my realization that day. <clears throat> there was... There was nothing that could persuade me otherwise. Because I had fully blown experienced it. And that is my experience. What I learned from that experience. Is that love itself always is. Always was. Always will be. I found out that day. Love is also mind. God's mind. Love is God's mind. And God's being. And so when love moves from the inside and overtakes, which is meaning also, it's also meaning. Love is also meaning. Love is principle also. It's principle. It's, it's what is the basis of all existence. And it also is the intelligence of the existence, the experience of the existence. So it's that as well. So for this to come from the inside of me and overtake me to, to the point I had no control, I didn't have control. Love had control. It was in the driver's seat and it took over. But I still maintain my own identity. I still maintain my identity. I still maintain my identity. And I was also God. Both. Both. And that's when I could never. 
that that's when that's when I couldn't uh I couldn't look at a god outside of me anymore. Not the same way. I just looked at it with so much skepticism. So much skepticism. Nothing was the same. Okay. This is Joshua the Mystic and I'm here talking about the switch. So I'm talking about the moment in time that you make a switch. There is no time involved in making decisions. Decisions are made in an instant. It's when certain psychological uh, conditions happen to manifest a new thought and a new way of thinking that is almost absolutely permanent. It's like seeds in the mind get planted again and again and again. If you want to change your mindset, you have to plant these little small seeds. You have to read some books. You have to gather some ideas for your brain to work with, for your mind to work with. So you chew on these ideas, you, you practice these ideas, the ones that make impressions on you last, they get dropped in as seeds. And uh, the, the rest of the book, whatever you read, they, it may not make a big impression on you. But it is things in the book that are going to make bigger impressions than others. Whatever book, whatever phrase or thing that made a good impression on you, you probably want to expand on that, read into it a little more. Uh, it's probably consistent with something that you want in your life. So just follow the, follow the, the, the spurts of inspiration and passion when you read something that impresses you so you gather 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 you start to watch processes over and over again uh maybe they're good maybe they're bad but you start to watch things these are seeds that are being planted if you think of your mind like a garden and you think of everything that you emotionally react to or respond to uh as seeds that you plant in the ground or states that you plant into your subconscious mind think of them that way your subconscious mind is a garden and this garden is only speaks the language of states submitted to it by the conscious minds. So when you, you consciously start submitting an idea or you repeat an idea, you're planting seeds, especially when they're supercharged with emotion. Um, you develop what uh, P.D. Ospinsky would have called a magnetic center. It's just a strong centralized desire, a strong centralized state of being. And there are other sub-states that, that ooze off of it. But there's one core state of being that you stay in all the time. It's, your, it's, your, it's the core of you. You've made it the magnetic center here. So you plant, 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 plant. And then all of a sudden, one day, it, it didn't take time to get you to a decision to switch who you were. But after all of these seeds are planted, whether it's about relationships or it's about money or it's about business or it's about employee mindset or it's about the stars or it's about God. It doesn't matter what it is. It comes a point where you switch. You, you, you have decided that this is right. This is right for me. You've made the switch inside and that's wrong for you. This is right for you and you're choosing to go in this right direction. When that flip is made, when that switch is made. Then everything in your life changes. Everybody's had this switch before. So what I want you to do is go back to a moment that you made a switch. And when you made that switch, I want you to put yourself back into that mode. And I want you to ask yourself, what switched? What in my mind switched that day and never switched over again? I know when I was having, I had these, a ridiculous, ridiculous relationship. It was horrible. And I had lots of horrible ones before that. They just didn't work out. It made no sense for me to be in them. Now, I remember saying, I will never tolerate this from another woman again. 
I'm worth a lot more, and this is the, all that I'm tolerating. And I, my standard automatically raised out of nowhere. I just decided that this is the type of girl that I'm talking to. I would never talk to a girl below this standard. It just was, I wouldn't tolerate anybody to treat me that way. So I developed these, a, a very clear boundary. Uh, and my, my boundaries were established very clearly that day. And I never dated another girl like that again. A very firm boundary was, was built. That was my switch. And nothing in my world was the same as far as my relationships were concerned after that. So once that switch was made, why was that switch made? That switch was made because I saw a pattern. I said, in my past, I've had these types of girls again, again, and again, and again, and again. It was fun kind of looking for that for that one and going through the drama and thinking that the drama would one day end up being this magnificent thing. But I didn't like that. I didn't like that idea. So the past, it was the same again and again. I said, if I stay the same, then I believe, based on what I've seen, that I'll get the same thing again. And it was this intuition in me that I just had to make a decision to never tolerate that again. And that's exactly what happened. It was a switch and a clear, a clear defined boundary of what I wanted was established. I actually wrote this on a page that day. I actually wrote everything about the one girl I was with. I wrote everything out and then I wrote on the other side, uh, the things that I wanted in a woman. And it was just the opposite. So literally night and day contrasted difference. I wrote down this other girl. So I wrote down this other girl after I, you know, uh, after I got over my ex, I wrote down this girl. I remember sitting in the parking lot going, all right, this is over. Uh, I, obviously me and my ex are never getting together. We shouldn't be together, but I, I, I'm never tolerating this again. <laughs> wrote that out. And I found this girl a week and a half later, the opposite that I wrote on a page and I, I married her and we had a beautiful time together. So my, my whole mentality switched. Everything switched about my relationships from that point going forward. It was just certain things I wasn't willing to tolerate other things. I wasn't willing to tolerate. I was in menial jobs. Okay. I was in menial jobs, jobs that didn't even appreciate me. I just couldn't take it. I was at the pool for six years and they never made me a manager of a pool. And I thought it was like their fault. You know, I, I was blaming. I had an ice cream parlor job and I was scooping ice cream and going back into super cold freezers. I couldn't take it. I just decided that it wasn't for me. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. This isn't what I want to do. Is there anything wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. It's for, for a person who is for. But if it's not for you, you shouldn't do it. And that was my situation. So I had, I just couldn't do it. And I said, I'm going to be a business owner because I can't tolerate this nine to five life. So really, I just wanted freedom from feeling trapped at work. Like I had to do something I didn't want to do. So immediately I found a group of business owners who then began to train me on the ways and the mindsets of business of business. It wasn't, I think, three or five years. It took a long time for me to plant these seeds, but I knew I would be a business owner. And I mean, at that time, I really had no idea how I would be a business owner. I didn't know any business owners. I didn't know anybody who owned traditional businesses. I found no, I had no way uh, to, to, to run a business, but I knew I had to be a business owner because those are the people who were making money. 
And I felt like money was a solution to all my problems at the time. Even though that's not true. That's what I believed. So I needed to own a business. I believe five or six years later, I ended up running. A, it was maybe less time than that, but I ended up running a company and I made a, over a quarter million dollars in the first year of business. So it took some time. It took about five years for that seed to grow, but it did grow and it did flourish finally because it was permanent. I was uh, I was a business owner to myself. That was who I was. So I, I switched. Now, if I wouldn't have switched in my mind, nothing would have happened. When I did make that switch in my mind, the very first thing that happened, it was that day, actually. I remember the day. It was that day I, my cousin walked across the college campus. and He was dressed really well. But my cousin, if you knew my cousin, he was from the streets, which means he just wore jeans and a T-shirt that was name brand, some designer on him. But he, he didn't wear you know, suit and tie, button up shirts and clean cut business wear. He just didn't do it. So he was walking across the campus one day and I just grabbed his arm. I said, what are you doing? Why are you dressed some you're dressed in a business way? What are you doing? I need to know what you're doing. And he said, I'm connected with these business owners. I'll get you connected. He plugged me into these business owners. I think that week. And that was all she wrote. My life changed forever. Literally, I met a group of business owners who literally taught me the ways of business. <laughs> and they taught me for two straight years, gave me all the books, drove me all the places. I mean, it was a dream come true. I spent my last 200 something dollars to join this thing. I believed completely in it. I was it was the time. It was time. I was desperate. I said, I need I need a change. This is the change that I want. And I remember dumping my last 200 something dollars that I had. It was my entire check. Yeah, listen to that. I, it, was, it was my whole check. I just dumped it into this thing. Because I was that sold. I was completely sold. I needed to learn business. And I couldn't live that life anymore. So that started a, a, a snowball. I learned about, I learned, you know, I read a lot of books, got a lot of ideas. I got involved in some, you know, team building aspects of the business. Didn't really make much money. Switched industries. I started to learn the cash flow side of business and the hardcore business side of things where you actually get the profits and results. And I teamed up the team building and the, and the hardcore results together. And I created a business and I made a quarter million dollars. It was a beautiful time. But that seed was planted a long time ago, a long time ago. So what am I saying? What I'm saying is these switches are made in instant, in an instant. And in that minute, in that hour that you make that switch, that hour, things actually change and you start and they manifest instantly, instantly. I don't I don't mean like I mean instant. Instantly they change. That day, the minute I made that decision, the minute I made that decision for uh uh, f that I would be a business owner. I immediately met my cousin on, on campus and he introduced me to business owners right away, right away, right away. Now, why did that come? Did I want to be, was I upset with my job before? Yes, I was very upset with my job and what I was doing. Was I upset enough to say I'm making a change and that if I don't change, nothing will change for me. I wasn't at that point. I wasn't at that point, but I said, look, I have to change. If I don't change, nothing will change for me. And I knew it that day. 
And I said, it's over. I'm never living like this again. I'm running a business. And I had been moping around campus listening to Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon. And I was depressed. Solo dolo. I was my thing. Solo dolo. Just by myself. By myself music. So I didn't have really good thinking habits. Changed them. Boom. That was a switch. It was a switch. Now, at the peak of my business career, at the peak of my business career, I wanted a transformative experience of God. I just wanted one. So I wanted one so badly because my my life was empty. I felt it was empty and I felt it didn't have much meaning uh, because I had made the money. Now I had the money. I had the wife. I had the things that I thought would make me happy. They didn't make me happy. So here's another switch. And I have a transformative experience in 2014. Uh, It was an experience that I call uh, an experience of God. Uh, That was the only way that I can explain it. And it was immense love that took over my entire experience. And I was able to experience myself as love, not from the outside in, but in the driver's seat of love. And love took over my whole experience. I became uh, wind. I became water. I became the uh, trees. I became earth. I became these things and I felt all the sensations of these beautiful creations and I felt myself as the essence and the core of all these things so I had a transformative mystical experience that transformative mystical experience changed me forever fundamentally changed me why because it just it flipped the way that I saw the world I thought the physical world was the most real and that there was some there may be uh, you know God outside but it was really practical you had to do hard stuff here that day, I knew that God was a mystical experience that lived on the inside of me. And uh, nothing nothing was the same. Nothing was the same after that. Um, I, I became a mystic. I became a mystic. Everything that I did was mystical. Every, every search that I made was a mystical search. I was, looking, I was looking in the invisible realm. I started to explore the invisible realm. Had that experience. I had another experience where I called it visiting the fifth dimension. I couldn't explain it any other way. Everything was love there. I got a glimpse of what a new earth would be. The earth that is literally made of the essence of love. Conscious love. And the currency was love. The language was love. Everything was love. It was beautiful. So those two experiences are actually more viscerally real than any other experience that I've had on earth. Up until that point. Thus, the reason why my perspective switched from the physical realm to the invisible. That's called a switch. I was born again. And that was of the first birth from the physical realm to the invisible realm. I was born there. I was born again. And uh, when you're born again, you have most you have primarily mystical and mystical intentions. That's what you have. You're primarily concerned, preoccupied with the invisible realm, not the visible. Um, you can manifest things in invisible, but the reason you're manifesting them here is because you want to put your power of invisible, your invisible mind to the test. It's just a different way of living. It's a different way of life. You live in a space of love and a space of authenticity and a space of synchronicity and a space of harmony and a space of flow. Those are the things that you search for a community oneness. You start to search for things like that, uh, with your, with your inner experience. And that's what happened. I switched. I switched. So the reason I'm giving you all these stories is I want to give you my switch stories. And I know that that there's a switch that happens. There's always a switch. Um, when that switch happened, I knew that I had to be a, a pastor. I knew I had to be a pastor, uh, a shepherd. I knew I had to be a shepherd of a flock. And it wouldn't be a flock of sheep. 
It would be I'm leading a group of human beings to themselves, to the God on the inside. And I knew I would be the one to do that. I knew I would be a, a speaker. And now my full attention has shifted to me being uh, me, me being fully involved in, in the teaching work. In the spreading of what, what most would, what they would call the gospel or the story of truth or the story of God from my own perspective. That's the only thing I can really concern myself with. And uh, that's been my that's been my experience from from this point. And I'm reaching this new switch point. I'm reaching this new switch point and the switch is happening. The seeds have been planted and it's been festering. And this festering is really good because I know a switch is about to be made. A dramatic switch is about to be made. It's uh, just a beautiful thing. So hopefully this helps you find your switch. Peace.